I'm thinking of getting another dog. I have an almost two-year-old Malamute mix. How would you recommend I introduce my huge dog to the smaller pup properly? Um, existence. Work out existence first. Mm. She also said my current dog is a bit picky, which dogs he likes. So again, work out existence. That's the most important thing is work out existence. Don't try to get them to be best friends. Try to get them not to kill each other. So what a lot of people do is they push dogs on other dogs and they don't advocate for the puppy. And you should definitely be advocating for the puppy. But then also if the puppy is being a pain in the ass towards the older dog, you want to advocate towards that dog as well. Or that dog, I mean, ideally that dog would give her just a quick snap on the snout of the puppy. And then the puppy runs away and then comes back and realizes like, oh, I'm not supposed to behave that way. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. Yeah! <laughs> and it's alive. And it's Monday. Happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday. It's March. And it's, uh... And it's Monday. It's Monday. It hasn't gotten, you know, Jeff has a stuffy nose again. Well, not, not again. Last time I was sick, I did, We don't need your sicknesses around I didn't here. have a stuffy nose. But, but, but. Yeah, you did. Remember, we both got congested that same night. We were, like, sniffling in the middle of the podcast. And then literally the next day, we both were so sick. Yeah, but this is like this whole head thing. Just happened. I woke up this morning with a stuffy nose. Anyway, hello, everybody. How are you? It's Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training. This is Joelle, and we're here for our Q&A. Um, the Q&A is what we do is we answer your questions. You ask questions, I give you answers. Um, it's a 90-minute show. We strive for 90 minutes. We'll see how far we get today with all this. With this, Everyone's like, is it back to 8 p.m.? No. No, it's not back to 8 p.m. I ruined things by accident. You, you, didn't ruin, you didn't ruin anything. You had an appointment to go to, and we had to switch it to 8 because you would have made it in time for 7. So 7 o'clock is the new time. We're trying to really stick to 7 o'clock, but... I had this appointment booked for yeah. weeks. So, so it's just the Sorry. way it is. Um, we also have something called Jeff Gelman Seminars. Go to Jeff Gelman Seminars to buy seminar tickets. Seminars are a lot of fun. They're problem-solving seminars. That's literally, literally the title of the seminars. Problem-solving seminars. And you bring your really, really challenging dogs. And we'll be in over 25 cities in seven countries and we i don't know why everyone keeps saying that the uk is canceled but the uk is not canceled as of now um we'll be in scotland we'll be in england we'll be in new zealand um people really need to get over the fact that you know of this concept of of what what you're hearing is not true and if you don't have a problem dog and if you don't want your dog fixed don't go to the damn seminar it's a pretty simple concept it's like <laughs> don't buy a ticket it's really really easy it's like if you don't like steak, don't go to steak houses. If you don't like sushi, don't go to sushi houses. But to kick out the sushi house from your <laughs> go pick at them. Yeah, but to pick, to kick out the sushi house from your neighborhood, the sushi restaurant from your neighborhood is pretty silly in my opinion. Everyone keeps saying you sound really sick. Okay, so well, we'll do my best and okay, I can just not talk at all and we can cancel the fucking show I too. Need a mask. All right, so, and then we have the training center here, which we're doing a great job with. Um, on all categories of our company, we're doing Got a great job Got some good job content with. coming up in the next few days. But uh, there's a lot of a lot of fun things happening here. 
Um, so let's just get going right into the uh, Q&A. There's something called Top Chat, which is the bottom of your screen. There's a little dollar sign, and some people like to um, throw a little bit of cash our way, thanking us for all the free advice. Some people also want to do it because your question goes to the top of the queue, but you do not have to pay to play. We will do our best to answer every single question. Okay, um, the questions that we answer, unfortunately, we can't answer like complete things. Joelle, you are not allowed to go into CS and NCS again this time. People have to refer back to the last one. Um, But we have a video on that, and and that can be one of the videos that we make this week. You know, just really explaining like what it is, the concept of what it is. I think there needs to be like once we start with the DIYs and people get the visual, it'll make so much more sense. Yeah, yeah. But we can do an explanation and and a visual. Like Mm -hmm. we can like really really break it down a lot for people. All right, everybody, here we go. Let's go. And the first question is boring the fuck out of Joelle, obviously. Oh my god! So whoever asked that, we're like you ask boring questions. Hot messes tonight, Elise. Hi guys, is it required to bring a crate to your seminar? Also, do dogs have to muzzle be muzzle trained beforehand? So the reason why you yes you have to bring a crate. The reason why you have to bring a crate is because it's a two day seminar and dogs are not always out of um, I mean out working. So. Um, it's a safety, it becomes a safety issue. It's a safety issue. And if your dog's never been in a crate, it's a great training opportunity for you as well. Um, some people don't believe in having to crate their dogs and I can respect that. And you don't have to crate your dog if you don't want to. But if you're struggling with behavioral issues, the, the act of crating your dog is a wonderful, wonderful leadership skill. It's not bad dog going to crate. It's it's time to go over the crate. Literally, that it gives you that gives owners a wonderful leverage point. Um, uh, but at seminars, we have to because of of safety protocols. We're really really big on safety. Next, as, yeah. what was the, there was the thing as far as muzzle condition? Yeah. Ideally, but if you can't get a muzzle on your dog, um, we'll do our best to get one on there. Um, uh, uh, if your dog bites humans, it'd be nice if your dog wore a muzzle. Yes. Jay says, good evening, Jay and Jay. Hey, how are you? Kathy says, hi to you both. Hello. Michelle Anderson, good evening, Jeff and Joelle. Hey, Michelle. Deb, good evening. Thanks for all you do. Armani, the Bisenji, oh, from Florida, is showing improvement in his reactivity, and now that I'm retired, I will have more time to work with him. Good. Every day, hold that damn dog accountable and do all the things that you learned that weekend. You'll see a significant difference and happy retirement. Uh, Elsie, are you back to 8 p.m.? No, we're not. We're back to, well, tonight we are, but we're at 7 p.m. But tonight we're at 8 (laughs) p.m. Hit or miss. Um, Yes. But we'll always announce it the day, the morning of. Yeah. Next. Grace, would you recommend a board and train for a puppy? Oh, my God. Around a few period? Or try to time the board and train for after the puppy has already gotten over it. Thanks. All depends on your skill set. I mean, I think board and trains can be popular. I mean... When you're talking about a dog that young at like 14 to 16 weeks, you have to also think about level of expectation. Like, what do you want to accomplish? At that at that age, dogs are going to sort of learn just their basics. You know, they'll learn, they probably won't learn a lot of duration. Um, they're going to learn their basics. They'll learn their markers. Um, they'll learn a routine. It's a, it's a, good, it's a good head start. Next. <clears throat> Cody. Hi, J&J. Hope you're feeling better. You use specific terminology in behavior and training. Could you do a video explaining the terminology? Example, loading, reactive, etc. Well, um, we have a few. On we this. have we have that. I mean, I talk about loading all the time. I talk about loading constantly. 
reactivity is is easy. It's a dog being reactive. So, so I mean, if 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 you've heard me say the words, then you know then you know I usually put it into context. So reactivity is a dog being reactive. There's your video right there. Loading. I've often I've often talked about loading. Loading is thinking about doing something bad. So I just made the video for you right now. Next. <laughs> um. Randy Smith, good evening, J&J. Hope you both had a great weekend. Thank you, Randy. Weekend was good. Weekend was good. Yeah. I went shooting yesterday. Did really well. The guy was the guy next to me in the, at the range. Yeah. He must be a either in law enforcement or something because this guy was, was like... Way too good. He was not, not way too good, but he did like 20 headshots, all direct hits. He did 20 body shots all like within two inches of each other. Like, I mean, literally like blowing like holes through holes. It was like, like, holy shit, you've done this. Yeah, it's pretty impressive what people, yeah, the skill set people have. Next. Um, Rachel, hey, I just got home from training. Glad I didn't miss anything. Nope, not yet. Haven't missed a thing. Cheryl, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Your hair looks amazing as always. Hey. Jeff's hair does look amazing. I thought, no, they're talking about your hair. Just trying to throw a compliment your way. Thank you so much. Next? Next. I cut my hair this weekend. Did you? Yeah, by myself. Just right here. I, just, I literally just let... Oh. Oh, my just God. Just looking bushy. Ballsy. You cut your own hair? Well, I just, like, literally take the razor and just go... I can't imagine. Boom and boom, and then shit just falls off wherever. <laughs> yeah. Do you get length taken off ever? Yeah. Your hair's long as hell. Yeah, I do. You could probably got 20 inches going on there. That's what she said. Next. Elsie, <laughs> you sound worse, Jeff. Thanks. Thanks for the wonderful. <laughs> thanks for the kind words. We have faith in you. Thanks, you can El- do it. Thanks, Elsie. Mad dog. Good evening, guys. Hope y'all are feeling better. Yep, we are. According to Elsie, I'm, I'm feeling better. According to Elsie, I, I don't know about Jeff. I sound like shit. Yep. I do have a scratchy throat though. Now I'm paranoid. I'm very paranoid. Uh-oh. Oh no. Um, Cheryl says feel better, Jeff. Uh, yep, I will. Michelle says, Jeff, you still sound really sick. <laughs> okay, thanks a lot, guys. Thanks for the reminders. <laughs> Hi, Jeff and Duol. I finally got my mini educator. Really excited to get started. Awesome, yeah. Just start out slow and start out with, like, place command is always a good one. Next. Debbie says greetings from, what's MI? Michigan? Could Missouri. Michigan, Missouri. No, MO is Missouri. MI. Uh, no, yeah, it's, it could be... Mississippi, Mississippi, that's MS. <laughs> What's MI? <laughs> it's Michigan. Michigan? Yeah. So I was right the first yeah. time. OH is Ohio. Okay, great. Um, Melissa said good evening, Jeff, Joel, and everyone in the chat. Hey, Melissa. Tim, my 12 week old puppy in social puppy class and is the bully. He chases down other pups and jumps back, but goes in harder when the other pup snarls to back off. Class is positive only. Well, I mean, for socialization, you just don't you just don't want like if your dog is always picking on other dogs, it should be stopped. It just should be stopped. Um, I mean, most puppy classes are I mean, this concept of positive and not and, and then correction based. I mean, as long as as long as your dog is not running around bullying other dogs, which it sounds like it is, it probably should stop, or it's going to get its ass kicked one day. So some somebody's got to tell that dog to cut the, cut the crap. Next, Kibu says you sound a little snuffy. Oh, I'm very my I've got a huge head cold. Next, not good. It's not a cold. 
It's not a cold. Just, congestion. It's just congestion, right? Blame it on allergies. Okay. Cheryl, we appreciate you, Jeff. I'm sure we're all worried about you, too. I'm sure you guys are all losing fucking sleep over me. Next. <laughs> oh. Next. Poor Jeff. Brandy. Hi, guys. How do I stop a six-month-old German Shepherd from whining and barking at people on walks? Well, barking is easy. Just give a correction. That's that's an easy one. Whining takes a little bit of finesse. So you could correct, you're going to correct the dog for whining, too. But for barking, outright barking, no. And then a leash pop on a prong cower, a remote cower stem. You know, a lot of people will, will try to redirect the dog from barking. But that's not going to necessarily stop the barking. Wow, that's loud. Oh. Next. Um, Brandy. I already read that. Cat. I'm thinking of getting another dog. I have an almost two-year-old Malamute mix. How would you recommend I introduce my huge dog to the smaller pup properly? Um, existence. Work out existence first. Mm. She also said my current dog is a bit picky which dogs he likes. So again, work on existence. That's the most important thing is work on existence. Don't try to get them to be best friends. Try to get them not to kill each other. So what a lot of people do is they push dogs on other dogs and they don't advocate for the puppy. And you should definitely be advocating for the puppy. But then also if the puppy is being a pain in the ass towards the older dog, you want to advocate towards that dog as well. Or that dog, I mean, ideally that dog would give her just a quick snap on the snout of the puppy. And then the puppy runs away and then comes back and realizes like, oh, I'm not supposed to behave that way. Next. Next. She-Wolf. Hi, J&J. Sending love and positivity your way. Pups are doing great. All are in the repetition phase. Awesome. Yep. Lots of reps. Get those reps in. Got to get all those reps in. You can't. Dog training is just tons and tons and tons of reps. Kibu, what would you recommend training video to start? Already watched the how to turn on off video. For the, the remote cower? Oh, uh, the place command probably would be a good first one to start with because that's in motion. Next. A Harmer, thanks for all the great resources. Huge help so far. Used e-collar correction successfully for cat aggression. Dog is calm when in the room with cats. Good. Hold Good. on, there's more. But when catches sight of them through the pet gate, he still runs over. Trying to figure out best timing for the correction. Can I correct if he's standing at the gate looking aroused? Yeah, absolutely. Just say no and then correct. You could do it. You could do it at the first sign of it when the dog's running towards it, or at the gate. Yep, you could do that. Next. Kibu, have watched a lot of your videos already. Now, as I have the e-collar, what to begin with? Uh, place command is a, place command is usually a good first remote collar um, command to, to trade. Next. Hey, Bettaglia. Hi, J&J and everyone in the chat. The other night, I went to the grocery store and Lucy ripped her crate pad. Never done this before in nine months. Should I switch to a cot instead? Not nearly as settled without pad. Um... I wonder what happened. That's that's weird. I mean, dogs all of a sudden, like, out of nowhere, ripped the, ripped the pad. It's like it may never happen again. Um, the the cot. I mean, the dog might have would rip the cot as well. You could try a cot. You could try a cot. Um, it's just weird how it's like everything was fine for nine months, and all of a sudden the dog just decides, you know what? I'm gonna start ripping up the pad tonight. Out of all nights, why? Mm. Five trainers, five answers. Yep, next. 
David Smith realized I haven't done enough indoor training with the leash. I've conditioned him. It means walk, park, ride, etc. I totally miss thinking of that. Yeah, a lot of people, what they do is they don't leave the leash on the dog long enough at all. Um, and then, like, whenever we hear about, like, oh, yeah, I pushed the button of the remote or I told my dog what to do, forget even the remote, and the dog ran away. And I'm like, why was it the leash on the dog? So keep a leash on the dog. Uh, dog can't historically run away with a leash on it. Next. Alex, separation anxiety is almost all gone thanks to the remote collar, but Excellent. dog will still occasionally poop in the crate or in the house when left alone for a couple hours, even though he's calm, two years old. Well, he's calm, you know, when he, when, when you leave. Um, I mean, I would still crate. If the dog's pooping in the house, that means he's not in the crate. I'm just a huge advocate of crating your dog. And I understand there's tons of trainers out there, which is fine. That's just their, you know, their opinion that, that if you did a good enough job training your dog, you wouldn't have to crate it. Okay, well, I'd still rather the safest place for your dog is your crate. And a lot of people will then say, well, my dog, yeah, my dog loves the crate. Like, even if the dog doesn't love the crate, it's still the safest place for your dog. Next. Caitlin, my one-year-old shepherd mix, has problems specifically with adult males in the house and barks and snarls. Has not bitten, but appears aggressive. Our maintenance man has expressed concern. Any advice? Yeah, I'd be I'd be concerned too. I mean, I'm sure you can understand why someone would be concerned, right? If I walked in your house and your dog was snarling and barking, I would be concerned. So stop it. So how do you stop snarling and barking? You do it through a an aversive. So you need to put a inhibitor. You need to apply a punisher. So the word punishment does not mean abuse. That 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 word has been hijacked to the point where people say, "Oh my God, he believes in he believes in hitting and beating dogs." I'm like, "What are you talking about? I just applied a punisher. That's not hitting and anything could be a punisher. Freaking squirt bottle is a punisher. Penny can we? I don't use penny cans or squirt bottles, but those are all punishers." That's the far. That's the farthest thing from you know beating your dog. That's for sure. So, but I would use a remote collar. I would bonk the dog. I would use something that you know made the act of your dog acting aggressive towards the maintenance man uncomfortable. Um, some people then will say, "Oh, well, then the dog will have a negative association and it'll get worse." For some reason, historically, we're not seeing it get worse. We're just seeing it go away. Next. Um, Mothman, hello all. Hope you're feeling better. And if not, hope you are soon. Me too. Thank you. I think I'll wake up tomorrow without... <laughs> I'm so fucking nervous for you. Why? I don't know. I feel like you're literally getting sick again. And you just were barely getting over your other sickness. Yeah, I know. I don't know what happened. This morning I you woke up. You went back to the gym too soon. I told you. No, it's not the gym. Give me a break. If anything, that should make it better. Your body wasn't ready. Okay, next. <sighs> Nobody freaking listens to me. Whoa, wine. Uh, my Rottweiler, six months old. We've had her six days. Since day one, she is scared of my husband and everyone but me and my children. What's my first step to help her overcome this fear? Um, well, I don't know what your, if your husband's trying to put too much pressure. It wasn't to say, oh, it must have been abused by a man. I highly doubt it probably was never exposed to to enough men possibly you know so your husband also might try to be putting too much pressure on the dog pressure could be everything from just doing wanting to do too much put a slip lead on the dog or a leash on the dog and have your husband just start doing stuff with the dog do all the training feed the dog do food training with the dog 
that's that's what I would do next. John, hey Jeff, I've had a couple more successful meetups since the last time we talked. However, oh, awesome. there seems to be a smart guy who's been showing up that seems to be discouraging the beginners. He's not my friend or anything, and I really don't know how to approach him and tell him to be nicer or stop showing up. I've never been in this situation, but he's been snarky and less people returning. So what I would do is I would sit the per- I would sit the person down and I would say, listen, say, there seems to be an issue and you're being snarky and it's not acceptable. And do you have a code of conduct for your group? Maybe it's time to make a code of conduct. And if he comes in there and he's turning people off, you could tell him, don't come back. Literally, have this person start their own group. So if this person's hijacking your group and turning people off to your group that you started, well, then you just tell them you're not welcome back. And maybe some people, they don't realize it. And if he's, if he's not mature about it, just tell him um, you're not welcome back to the group. It's your group, you know? It's your group. Next. Your group, your rules, John. Next. Mothman, what is the general lifespan of a mini educator remote and caller? How long do they last? Um, they can last for a year, new five years, I imagine. I guess it all depends on how well you treat it and how much you use it. And if you leave it like, mm-hmm. I don't know, in ocean water for a week straight. So, I mean, I think that that usually the battery gives out after a certain amount of time and you replace the battery. But, I mean, we've had remote cowers here for years. Yeah, we've got some ancient ones. For years. Yeah. Next. LC, lots of love for y'all. Tough being sick. It does. It does. It sucks. It actually sucks being sick. Next. Randy, that was a funny post of text the other day looking at you and the other dogs all looking the other way. They were. It's because I was coming through the woods. Yep. And text doesn't give a shit. Uh-uh. <laughs> yep. Burton, was Burton even in it or had he already broken by then to come sprint to me? No, he was there. Was he in it? Yep. Debbie, Michigan is the mitten state. Huh. Do they make do they make all the mittens there or because it's, it's like is it shaped like a mitten? Yes, like it, yes. And then there's a part that is shaped like a seagull at the top. <laughs> Lisa, hi, good evening. Feel better? Question: How do I introduce a puppy into my home with a two-year-old lab who is quirky and very alpha? We did a meet and greet on the street, and lab growled at the pup, female. So I mean, we just bring the dog in the home and start having a good structure. The structure being, you know, both dogs are crated and get the, the puppy, you know, a puppy spends a lot of time in a crate anyway. Mm-hmm. So um, usually, usually a puppy 8 to 12 weeks old spends almost 20 hours a day in a crate. That doesn't mean straight. It just means when it's not working or eating or playing or socializing or training, it's usually crated because that's the safest place for it. Um, right now, the big thing is existence. Just h- learn to hang out together. Next. Um, Julia's gallery. Hi guys, been mighty sick out here too. Just saying hello and enjoying the dog paintings in the background. Oh, awesome! Thank you. Those are from Feel Aaron. Better. Pablo, this is Pablo. Hey, Pablo. My dog gets excited in fear peas. You said that affection must be limited, focusing on training. But how, when should affection be reintroduced? Or could you please do a video about it? Well, I'm not going to do a video about it at all. I can't make custom videos. Um, I mean, I think people have to just. Like whatever videos I make for free, 
keep in mind they're for free. Every video that we make costs us money to make, but we put them out for free, so it's hard to make custom videos. Um, but as far as you just asked the question here, so when can you bring back affection? Anytime you want to. Just give it a shot and see what happens. That's usually the best thing. Trial and error. Trial and error. Next. Alexandra, I have a deaf dog and struggle with training, but the hardest part is separation anxiety. He destroyed his crate and escaped several times. Advice? Have an e-collar, but not sure the best way to use for this. So deaf or not deaf, obviously it's more about the, the behavior that you're trying to stop. Deaf dogs can be stopped from um, separation anxiety, uh, just like any other any other dog. So what we do is you set up a baby monitor um, on the dog, and when it tries to get out of the crate, you use the remote collar to make it uncomfortable. It's probably biting at the bars, clawing at the bars, nosing the bars, and you make that uncomfortable. And um, you're going to hear from a lot of people, that's mean to do. The dog will have a negative association, um, but the dog already has a negative association. Just remember, the reason why I'm giving out this advice is to fix a problem. Next. Um, Kibu, should I put the collar on Kibu and not use it a day or two just so he gets used to it? If you want to, you can. We historically don't, but some people do. Some people do it for up to a week. But to us, we just start working the dog. Next. Um, Melissa posted the link to the seminars. Oh, thank you. That's jeffgelbinseminars.com. Shanna, just stopping by to say hello. Feel better soon. Thanks for all the amazing advice. Will do. Will do. Mothman. Made huge improvement with my boyfriend's dog over the past few weeks. She's been reactive on walks for years, but since we can't bonk in public, we've carried around compressed air and it's helped. Yep, that's like a pet convincer also works. You can also bonk at the threshold <clears throat> before you go outside if your dog is scanning. So it's the pre-walk bonk. So if your dog is scanning, you're looking for things to react to. And this is with a dog that is a leash reactive dog. If people don't know what leash reactivity is, it's a dog that's literally barking and pulling and lunging when it sees other dogs or people or other environmentals, um, you can do the pre-walk bonk next. Nancy, I would like to get the dog to get a bath, but she won't get in the tub or uh, turn on the water hose. So what you could, I don't know what the size of the dog is. That's a, I would talk to different groomers about like tips for getting dogs into tubs. We just pull them in. We just literally pick them up and put them in the tub, or we just pull them into the tub, get in the tub and pull the dog in. I think a lot of people are afraid to use a little bit of force, and it's a for force works. Does that mean it's like, oh my gosh, Jeff uses force to train dogs? I'm like, well, there's certain things that you have to. Everybody feels that like dogs should do everything underneath free will, like they all want to do stuff. It's like it doesn't work that way. It just doesn't work that way. It's like, in a perfect world, that's probably not even the right phrase, wouldn't it be great if dogs did everything you wanted them to do? It's like, no. It's like, we do things that we don't want to do. We do things we have to do. Next. True story. Um, a Harmer says, cool, thanks. You're welcome. Debbie, any advice which e-collar is best? My pup is 11-month-old Border Collie. Well, I don't know what about best is. Uh, but I can tell you a couple of brands that we recommend, Dogtra and eCower Technologies. Next. 
Um, head to tail dog training. Your explanation of CS and NCS was great, Joelle. Thorough enough without the visual. Able to relay flawlessly to client today while introducing the e-collar. Super helpful to have the appropriate language. So thanks. Yep. You're welcome. She did a really great job. Kathy, crating is the safest. Someone posted about their dog that they found dead in the house. Sadly, yep. it had gotten a bag of something like potato chips stuck on its face. It died, suffocated, crazy sad. Yep, happens more than you think. What happens is dogs, all those chip bags, what happens is the dog, they stick their nose into it to start licking all the chips or to eat the chips. The next thing you know, they're breathing in and out and they run out of oxygen and they die. And you come home to a dead dog. Also, dogs eat through electrical cords. Dogs get into the trash. Dogs dogs do lots of stuff. And if your dog doesn't, kudos to you. But there's a lot of dogs that do. A lot of dogs that do. Next. Zylo, yay, first time catching alive. Always watch the replays. Thanks for all the information you guys provide. Oh, you're welcome, Zylo. Stephanie. Hi, Jeff and Joelle. Both my sister and I had surgery a week apart. She brought her 11-year-old Shih Tzu to my house to recover with me. I have a blue 11-month, three-week-old Italian kind of corso. 11 months and three weeks old. Okay. Is there a question? Hold on. Oh. I don't know. Okay. Yes, yeah, so there's multiple parts. Oh, okay. Um, my son came to cook for us and feed and walk the dogs. Every time he walks, my well-potty-trained corso does nothing until she comes back into the house. Then she stands in the corner of her cage and whines for us to clean it up every day. So he's probably not, he needs to go out to a designated potty spot and make sure the dog. Hold on. She said, today I disciplined her and left the cage dirty. She hates that, but it is my punishment. Okay. It's not what we do, but that if it works, if it stops the dog from pissing in the crate, then I guess it worked, right? Who am I to say? But chances are the dog is not completely emptying its bladder or emptying its bladder at all outside. So what you do is you go to a potty spot. Stand there, wait for the dog to go to the bathroom. Also, if the dog goes to the bathroom at the beginning of the walk, and don't forget, it might have to go to the bathroom at the end of the walk, too. Next. Mm, Becky Lou said, Joelle, I'm worried for him, too. This virus is no joke, Jeff. Praying for you. Are you implying that I've got the, <laughs> the, the coronavirus? It's like, I hope I don't. <laughs> All right. I don't think that's what she was implying. What we had last week was technically a virus. Right. I'm, like, scared I'm getting sick now. I'm, like, fuck. I'm so paranoid. I'm, like, my glands are swelling. Oh, great. My nose is... Great. You're going you're gonna to will yourself to be sick. She <sighs> stressed me out. Gerardo. My 10-month-old GSD puppy started humping. I correct him with the e-collar max out. Then a few hours later, he does it again. How long do I have to do this? Um, I guess until he stops. I mean, I don't know what the fit is. Check, check your fit. Um, I mean, is the dog humping a human or humping a dog? Is the other dog in heat? I mean, if a dog's in heat, believe it or not, the remote collar might not even make a difference. Might not. I've done when it came when it, when it came to humping. I've like there's not too many things that would act as a correction to me when I was younger. Next, um, Paraz, two-year GSD. On a recent walk, he snapped twice at prong corrections with growls at me. Never done that before. I went back to basics, and he hasn't repeated it. I'm wondering why and if he'll do it again. Uh, I don't know if he'll do it again at all. If anybody says, if anybody can give you an answer to that, that's pretty incredible that they can <laughs> foresee the future. Um, why did the dog do it? Because it's, it's, it's called an objection. That's why. Your dog was objecting to you. 
That's that's as simple as that. It's as simple as that. Next. Oh, there was more to that. Um, was it him growing up now and testing his boundaries with me, or were my recent corrections too hard and he was telling me that's enough? Putting him back with no affection and structure, put him in place. How old is the dog? Two years old. Yeah, it could be. I mean, it could be both. Was your correction too much? Maybe. I don't know. I wasn't there. I didn't see it. I don't know what it was being corrected for. Um, and then also, it could be your dog just growing up and, excuse me, oh my gosh, and your dog just all of a sudden just saying, I don't agree with this. That's what dogs do. That's what dogs do. I think it's, 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 people think that, oh, corrections make a dog aggressive, but they don't make a dog aggressive. That's like saying putting rules in place to your kids makes them disrespectful. It's like, no, you've been giving your kids a free pass their whole life, and now you're putting rules in place, and now they're just... And now they're just objecting. Next. That's it right now. Really? This new time threw everybody off. I think we... I don't know. Wow. I know. That's interesting. I don't think that's ever happened before. Ever. Wow. Well, we have a short show. This, well, this <laughs> really, we have a really short show. Maybe. It's okay. You're sick anyway. Yeah. I don't mind. What do you want to talk about? Anything? We definitely start making some more how-to videos, do how but you're too stuffy right now to do videos. Yeah, we'll see. Why, does it sound that bad? Yeah. Really? We can't have permanent videos with you sounding like this. Really? Yes. I probably won't even use clips from the show. Really? You sound really sick. That's not, that's not true. Okay. <laughs> yeah, just be in denial. We'll put a poll up. Who thinks Jeff sounds sick? Okay, that's great. That's what we need is a poll. Do a little round of applause. $5 top chat from Woe Wine. My six-month-old rot drops her weight and refuses to move anytime she is leashed. She will lay there. Prong collar does not phase her either. You guys are awesome. So what I would do is I would, um, so your dog is objecting. So it's not the prong collar. We've seen dogs do this with every single collar and every single harness. So no matter what you have on your dog, I've seen dogs drop to the ground and refuse to move. So what do you do? Do north, south, east, west. So pretend you're heading north, the dog plops down and doesn't want to move. So then go south and see if you can get the dog to move. And if the dog doesn't move, go east, go west. It's all you're trying to do is get the dog up and moving. And don't be afraid to use a little bit of force. Don't be afraid to use a lot of force. Um, don't be afraid to crouch down and make little baby noises if you have to, to get the dog moving. Just do anything to get the dog, anything to get the dog moving. All it is is your dog literally just saying, "I'm not walking anymore," and I'm going to assume you're not walking like 20 miles with your six-month-old dog. It's just like dogs do this all the time. We see this, we see this all the time. Dogs use their weight, they plop down, and then once you make it, so it's like you know what? If you're going to pull this shit with me, I might make it even a little bit uncomfortable. I'll encourage you to do it, um, but historically dogs know exactly what they're doing because if you took them off the leash, they probably would get up and run around <laughs> like crazy. Therefore, they're capable of walking. Next. Sarah, every time I get up off the couch, my dog takes the pillow and runs around the house with it. He thinks it's funny. Is it too late to bonk him while he has it or do I have to bonk him before? No, you could say no and then bonk. You could say no and apply any correction at all. So... Your dog does. Your dog does. It, it thinks it's a game. Your dog literally thinks it's playing a game, and that's what's happening. And it's the keep away game. And but to you, it's like 
it's the drop my fucking pillow, you little shit game. So I would say no and then bonk. Next. Hannah, 10-year vet nurse comment. Well, J&J, we do vaccinate our dogs against coronavirus. So, Jeff, are you up to date with your vaccinations, LOL? No, no I'm not. <laughs> because, yes, I am. Because I don't use, I don't do, I don't do vaccinations. So, you know, and it's funny because all these people, like, look at you like you're really, really, oh, my God, you didn't do the flu vaccine. It's like, I can't tell you how many people got the flu vaccine and got the flu. Yeah. So I'm one of those anti-vaccination people and um, don't worry, I won't pass judgment on you if you do vaccinations. Um, but that's just that's just me. Next. Kimba, I could use advice on puppy biting. I've tried everything. Everything? Really? If you said no and bonked your dog? And what how old is the dog for the puppy? When people say puppy, how old is the puppy? Because if it's more than four, five, six months old, it's not a puppy anymore. I mean, I guess technically it is a puppy, but you would need a, a definitely a firmer correction. If it's if it's like a 12-week-old, 8-week-old, 10-week-old puppy, sticking your thumb in its mouth and pushing down and making it uncomfortable. If you make puppy biting uncomfortable for the puppy to do, the puppy stops. Next. Kimba, I already read that. Grace, any car drills? Sure. Why do you look at me like that? Like it's like car to, drills. Should I whip out a video and show <laughs> car drills? What's the question? Any car drills? Car drill, car like automobile yes. drills. Yeah, do car drills. I, I don't understand the question. What's the question? Any car drills? I don't know. Maybe help. So with... so if your dog doesn't want to get into the car, absolutely. Like do like load up drills, like leash on the dog and load up, load up, the, load up the dog. Um, a lot of dogs will not go in a car until like you, they'll put two paws up, but they won't go in until you like lift up their ass. Some dogs refuse to go in the car, but if a dog is physically able to get into a car, they can jump into the car. And using the leash's guidance and a little bit of leash pressure, that often helps. And what we do is we do drills. So you keep doing it and doing it and doing it. And then all of a sudden the dog just does it. Next. Kathy, working with a dog that has zero manners. Any tips for being overly pushy with food? I've been making him sit, make eye contact, wait for release before eating a few sprinkles. So overly pushy with food? How old is the dog? She's a lab shepherd mix and everything goes in her mouth. Oh, wait, that's a different person. Sorry. Yeah. How old is it? It doesn't say. So the dog's pushy with food? Yeah, just no manners. So, I mean, what you do is you do a default. I mean, the way we feed dogs is default wait for them to sit. It's unspoken. I've got a video on it. Put the food down. and then, It sounds like that's what she's doing. I've been the, making him sit, make eye contact, wait for release before eating. And then just walk away then. Just walk away. Walk away. No more pushiness. I mean, let the dog eat quick if it wants to. Next. LC says, yes, you sound really sick. Get some sleep. Okay. Will do. Thank you. <laughs> Except you won't. Yes, I will. Becky Lou says, get some colloidal silver. I have colloidal silver. I spray it in my mouth probably five times a day at least. Next. Do you still use it? Of course. Does it work? Obviously, obviously not. not. Next. <laughs> do you know... Dog is jumpy, easily startled all the time, even in place and long duration work. 
has improved a lot since your training. Is it something only time and structure will fix or is there training? Well, it could be both. I don't know what your training looks like, but you know, you get a lot of nervous. There's a lot of dogs that are just nervous. They're just wired to be nervous. Uh, people have to remember that like there are dogs out there that are just wired interesting. And a lot of people say, oh, you're blaming the dog. It's like when you work with the amount of dogs that we work with, you see the dogs that are not stable. Like I've got colleagues out there that work with like working dogs. And I'm like, most of the dogs that come through here wouldn't even qualify to be a working dog to do even the most basic things. They're not, they're not genetically designed to do a lot of that work. We make huge improvements with them. And some of these dogs can, some absolutely can, but we get a lot of dogs though, that are just like, you're capped, you're limited on how far you'll go. And, but that's also on our time. Eventually they can get better, better, better. Depends on the skill set of the of the of the owner, um, but some dogs are just not going to be these like bomb-proof dogs. I mean, there's there's dogs that are bred for service dog work and working dog work that don't even pass because their nerves are not right. Um, I don't know if that asks you that answered the question. I don't know. I lost you a long time ago. Oh, next. <laughs> oh, the skittish. So will that get better? Um, it, it, between tra historically, yes, between training and time, it gets better. Next. Kemba says colloidal silver is good. Yes. Katie, how can I prevent dog reactivity from other from ever becoming a problem in my puppy? She's four months and has shown no signs so far, and I want to make sure to keep it this way. It doesn't work that way. It does. Uh, you, you, sometimes it just creeps up on you and just pops up. So ideally, keeping the dog at a teaching the dog a proper heel. Um, making sure the first signs of it, you correct it, but bad behaviors just crop, just crop up. You could, you could do everything perfect and a dog all of a sudden gets into a dog fight. You do everything perfect and all of a sudden the dog starts being reactive or you can do nothing at all. And you've got a dog that doesn't do any bad behaviors. It's just, they're dogs. They're dogs. Next. Gerardo said he's humping other dogs, but I will keep correcting. Yeah, if he's humping other dogs, we use a, we use a stockyard whip and we give them a smack on the ass really hard. Mm. But um, but what I would also say is what's the rest of the day look like? And I'll use that statement for a lot of people. Historically, when, when, especially with some of you on the, on the show tonight, if you even mentioned it, and then with all the Skypes that I do and with all the work that we do, when we have a dog that we hold accountable in a lot of different categories of its life, like make sure we follow through with commands, be more demanding, don't give as much freedom, do more obedience work, um, uh, uh, dogs just get better. The more structure, the better. Next. Kathy, I'm surprised that dogs pull some of the crap that they pull their owners with you and your staff. The dogs aren't reading you guys very well, LOL. What does that mean? She's surprised that the dogs try to like pull that stuff with us. Of course they do, because they're because they're they're patterned. Yeah, I mean we're and not. We just tell them they can't. Yeah, we're not magicians. I mean, if it was as easy as the dog just coming to us and us doing nothing and the dog <laughs> just behaving, that would be easy. But no, dogs dogs are dogs. Dogs are dogs. Now historically, there are certain things that a dog won't do with us, like jump on us. But we have dogs that come here, and then when they see their owners, they behave differently, mm -hmm. for the worse historically. But of course, that's why that's why we rehabilitate these dogs. 
Absolutely. But when you've got a dog that's got a pattern unwanted behavior, it's going to keep doing it until it's trained and, and trained and told not to do it. We're not magic. We're, we're like, they're dogs and we're humans. So, you know, dog trainers are not these like miracle workers at all. We're just trainers. We're just trainers. Next. Um, Kibu, I have a neighbor whose dog decides to sit well on the walk and the owner just stands and waits till the dog decides to move. Yep, that's one philosophy, but that's not one that I want to use because then the dog might decide to do a lot of other stuff and, and we have to wake them out. So to me, that gives a lot of power to the dog. A lot of power to the dog. Next. Debbie, I'm also an anti-vaccination person. Yeah. We're not going to get into that discussion. Yeah, let's not. Let's not go down that road. Kimba, 12 weeks old. No, I haven't bonked her. The puppy mouthing. Yeah, so when you said you've tried everything, there's probably 10 things you haven't tried. So bonking is a good one. But sticking your finger in and holding it down. Most people scream, scream and run away or scream and go, oh, that hurt. It's like make puppy biting suck and it stops. Next. Kayla, to stop leash reactivity with e-collar, how high do I go? Not looking for a number. I know better. Haha. <laughs> but same level as countersurfing, or is there a difference in severity? No, usually not the same level as countersurfing. What you could do is, number one, make sure you've got at the first side of it, you would correct. How high? Start playing around with numbers to figure it out. But it's definitely not countersurfing because countersurfing is the max. I want countersurfing to suck beyond belief. Next. Grace said, sorry, I'm driving, trying not to text and drive. Do you all do car drills for boarding trains to hold a down stay? Yes, we do. Yes, we do. Um, and stop texting and driving. Linda, trying to, oh my God, try having a tuna fish sandwich with one whole large onion. But I've only had one person say their cold wasn't gone by the next day or make a homemade chicken soup. A whole onion on your sandwich. Well, I'm having a whole fucking onion on my sandwich. It's not gonna. It's, Just don't talk. It's, Next thing. It's not gonna happen. I'll make you one right now. Yeah, go ahead. Sounds like my mom making a tuna fish sandwich. Mom, will you make me a tuna fish sandwich? Put a whole onion on it. <laughs> Don't even cut up the onion. Just throw it right on the top. Lob it. Like an apple. Don't even peel the fucking thing. Put it right on the top. You know what, though? Onions are good at fighting off, like, bacteria and fungus. Yep, I'll do that. <laughs> I'll take an onion and I'll rub it all over my body. Rub it all over my face. Just eat I'll take onions and I'll shove them up my nose. Look. You can shove them somewhere else. I can too. shove them up my ass. I'll get the It'll extra. Work. I'll, I'll get It'll the, work real quick. I'll get the extra large ones. <laughs> Sick. Next. I can't, I can't breathe. Oh, bizarre. Hello, guys. How are you doing? Coronavirus is getting worse in Iran, and I can't take my dog out anywhere. Suggestions for these for these days, how to stimulate the walk for her or make her tired indoors. Um, Simulate the walk. You could do, well... Walk around in circles and wear, wear, you know, walk, you can walk around in circles, treadmill stuff or just, or just different drills. Just do obedience drills. Re, recall to sit, recall to down, recall to place, place to place, place to down. Next. Uh, Derek, 
Hey guys, we have a deaf dog who is reactive towards the TV. We are able to correct him and he goes into avoidance. How will we get him past that and get him to be not reacting at all with animals on the TV? Um, well, that's the first step. And then what I would do is put the dog into a down, put the dog into place in front of the TV. And as soon as you start seeing the dog get aroused, you would correct that. Next. Derek, hey guys. Oh my God, I just said that. Yep. Sorry. It's Gretchen okay. said, you look lovely, Joelle. She does. Thanks, Gretchen. Uh, $4.99 top chat from Ashley. Onion will break up congestion. Love y'all. Almost missed the show. The CS and NCS info has been fantastic. Thank you. Excellent. All right. Looks like I'm eating onions. You need to eat onion. Whole one. Whole Take onion. Take a video just biting into it. Like, biting like the Grinch. Like an apple. <laughs> Mothman. What do you think about jackpotting? Had a trainer say to give multiple rewards if a dog does something super awesome, but does the amount of treats you give have that much of an impact? I mean, try it. I'll do it sometimes. Yeah, try it. Jackpotting is just like, yep, yeah, a ton, and then you, you know, we use food to train. It's like, go ahead, try it. It's not going to hurt, that's for sure, especially if the dog did something you like. Next. Wasim. Hey guys, first time joining the live chat. I'm a postal worker and listen to these Q&As all day while delivering. Amazing work and thanks for the content. Big help. You guys are great. Oh, you're welcome. Thanks. That's so nice. That, that keeps your job interesting, that's for sure. Right? Nona, do you have a list of trainers in different areas that you've trained in Knoxville, Tennessee? No, and, and we haven't trained a lot of trainers and you don't need to find a trainer that we've trained. Like, there's no trainer that we've trained. Like, it takes a long time to become a good trainer. But I'm sure there's many good trainers in Knoxville, Tennessee. So it doesn't have to be from someone that we trained. Like, that doesn't, just because they came here for a weekend seminar or a week, that doesn't mean, that doesn't make them a great trainer at all. I think dog training takes a really long time mm -hmm. to, um, not a, depends what, also depends on what the issue is. But I'm sure there's plenty of trainers in Knoxville, Tennessee that could help you. Next. We'll be, we'll be. I think we're doing a seminar down in that area too. Memphis, I think. Memphis, Tennessee. Yep. Erin, hi. I love your videos. Been really helpful in raising my seven-month-old rot, but I have trouble with her attention and obedience. When I get visitors, she gets overexcited and jumpy. Is this just a puppy thing? How old is the dog? Seven months. No, it's not a puppy thing. It's a bad behavior thing. So, so what I would do is I would stop that with um, a leash, a leash correction. No. And then a, a firm pop on the leash. Your dog's overly aroused. And a lot of people, what they do is they don't want to do that. And then their dog just keeps, it doesn't stop. Mm -hmm. Just remember, when you don't stop, you reinforce. Always remember that. Next. Speaking of, remember when you used to do your what would Jeff do tip of the day? Yep. That same tip just came up on my memories. Did it really? I shared it. Really? When I was one of your super fans. Wow. You're not a super fan anymore. No. Cool. I'm your hype woman. Next. <laughs> I've graduated. Next. Three. How old should a toy breed puppy be before we can consider using a prong collar? I mean, you don't even have to use a prong collar if you don't want to. But, I mean, they make a 1.75 millimeter prong collar, which is really, really small. Um, you, you know, depends what you're trying to do. I mean, but a lot of a lot of dogs, you can just use food, just use food and markers. And when the dog, I mean, a toy breed, you have to be really, really careful. But 
you have to have if you decide to have anything around its neck it's going to be the, that is going to be the safest collar but you can start putting around the dog's neck that doesn't mean you have to put um, any leash pressure on it at all um started at four months old if you'd like next um where am i gretchen my dad played football, and right before going on field, his coach made the team eat a whole onion, and their breath made the other team real. They were undefeated for a whole season. <laughs> well, I'll try that. <laughs> like, I don't want to get tackled by you. You stink. Yeah. You can also just make the football. You're, you're, just don't let the team bathe for a couple weeks, too. True that. Yep. Kibu, yes, red onion. Actually, Vaseline on the soles of your feet before bed and put on socks. I have heard of that one. The Vicks Vapor Rub yep. always helps me if I'm clogged up. Good. So I'm going to do... And a red onion sandwich. Vaseline on my feet with <laughs> socks. A red, a onion, red, onion, a red sandwich. onion sandwich with tuna fish. <laughs> should write all this shit down. <laughs> we'll try it all at once. Oh, God. No. Do I put the onions on my feet? <laughs> the Vaseline, the Vaseline. Do I eat the Vaseline? Which one is it now? Or use the Vaseline we'll on the onion? Let you have some fun with that. Just yeah. put, dip the onion right in the Vaseline, right. <laughs> like caviar, right, and eat it. Um, Wasim, my 15-month-old Kana Corso has been doing great. Walks almost perfect, thanks to you guys. Awesome. Awesome. Thing is, if someone visits, I put her on her prong, but she pretty much wants to eat them for three minutes. Then she's calm. Well, that's not good. So I would correct that as soon as your dog started showing an alert. So usually ears up, crinkled forehead, chest out, no, and then bonk the dog. $5 top chat from Paraz. Thanks for all your content. We'll try to make the Chicago seminar this year. Ooh, also sending a pound of onions. You do that. <laughs> and don't forget I need socks and Vaseline. I can't with these onion jokes right now. You guys are killing make me. Sure I get, make sure you want to send me some socks <laughs> and Vaseline, too. Jeff does like socks. Jack Wynn, good evening, guys. Just wanted to pop in and say hey. Hey, Jack. It's an awkward time to be coming into the show, Jack. Welcome. He wrote that or you wrote Becky that? Becky Lou, I said that. Oh. Becky Lou says, do you have a fever? Drink more water, Jeff. Sleep face down. <laughs> Sleeping face down actually probably is what I'm not doing. Does so. that help? Yeah, it'll get I can't up. imagine sleeping face down. I can. It'll probably bring all the crap to like. like how do you breathe like that? Though? I have a huge puddle on my pillow. Um, Kathy, I like all these ideas though. Um, maybe pureed onion in your neti pot. Just kidding. Love my neti pot. I freaking love neti pots too. They're the bomb. Maybe I'll sleep. Maybe I'll sleep on a bed of onions. <laughs> I'll, I'll dice up some onions, put them, all over, put them all over my pillow, and stick my face in there. There you go. <laughs> yep, I'll do that. Um, and I'll put like, drink and some I, hot sauce. And, Clear that shit right and up. And I'll put Vaseline all over my face so I wake up with onions <laughs> stuck to my face. Just drink some Frank's Red Hot. Yep. Gerardo says, just eat onions until you become Shrek. <laughs> <laughs> Ogres are like onions. They have layers. Classic. Um, Debbie says, forget the onion. Instead, try honey, lemon, and whiskey. Guys, can we talk about something else besides my fucking sickness here? Sick. All right. As fuck. Um, we're getting so many good ideas, though. Mary says, what Kathy said, get a neti pot. Yep, I have a neti pot. E says, I know you've mentioned the importance of getting reps in. How many would you do in a typical session or a full day? I mean, it all depends on what you're training. I mean, you can do 20 to 30 reps per command at a time. 
also depends on how much time you have to to work on training next head to tail dog training eat a raw clove of garlic with a spoonful of raw honey before bed did you do it joelle or did you chicken out i chickened out i hate garlic i'm like not the garlic lady at all we have garlic at home i just saw a bunch I hate garlic bazad has put a bunch of laughing emojis and very very funny live yeah fucking hilarious live here poor jeff well that's the last one anyway i mean we can do an hour show yeah i'm feeling better already just all this talk about onions onions, onions and garlic i'm feeling i'm feeling so, be- I'm, fe- I'm feeling better you're like a vampire it just scares the sickness right out of you it's true i feel so much better already good yeah go bite right into an onion i think i will you know i don't even own onions or garlic because i hate them both really i despise them we have garlic at home i've got we've got minced garlic i also don't own salt in a jar (laughs) and i've got whole cloves of onions peeled nope yep i don't like either yep cody says you have the best philosophy in training well i don't know about thank you so much I mean, is, we're just pet dog trainers. That's another thing people have to remember is we don't do anything fancy. We just, like, stop bad behaviors and train wanted behaviors. And I try to keep things um, uh, uh, as simple as possible. He says, and sense of humor. You crack me up, LOL. Well, that's that, – that, I'll take that. That's good. Yep. And pretty tomorrow I'll, I'll have onion breath. <laughs> yeah. Scary. Of onion breath with – with my socks will be stuck to my feet because the Vaseline hardened probably. Gross. Yep. Kathy says, oh, hold on, there's more. Hold on. Kathy says, I really do appreciate all your videos and help. You're welcome. Paraz says, we'll send a pair of Bomba socks. They donate a pair to homeless people for every pair bought. Though it makes me think, what if I run into the homeless guy with the same socks on? Hmm. That's okay. Dizor says, my two-year-old GSD is crate trained and sleeps there all night. Should I let her out of the crate at night so she can sleep on her bed or leave her in the crate? No, the dog's doing great. I think that's what people have to remember is like, your dog's doing fine. Why would you want to Why would you want to mix it up? It's like, it's sort of like dogs lying down. So my dog bites people. And now it's lying down, nice and calm. Oh, I think I'll go over, you know, Uncle Joe will go over and pet it. And Uncle Joe gets bit. It's like, oh my God, I don't understand why. It's like, because... The reason why you didn't get bit is because you were leaving the dog alone. And yeah. pe- what people do is it's like, your dog's doing fine in the crate. Leave it in the crate. Yeah. Leave it in the crate. Next. Um, Susan says, I love onions and garlic. Well, there you go, Are you Susan. Italian? There you go, Susan. Katie, dog knows how to get in heel position and is familiar with e-collar for other commands, but we haven't used it for heel. When she edges ahead, do I just say heel, hold continuous, and release when she gets back? That's one way you could do it. Absolutely, you can also do a do, watch our spatial pressure video. You can watch that, but the the concept is yes, the pressure turns on, and you gently you can gently pull back, and then when the dog gets to the heel position, you can let go of the pressure, um, and then the dog learns that it's like, ooh, yeah, I'm supposed to move back into position. Cheryl says, Jeff, we just want to make you feel better. I totally recommend chicken soup, Jewish penicillin. I know. Feel uh, better. Joelle, you too. No more sore throat for you. I'm very familiar with chicken soup. I'm Jewish. It's a tradition. Is it? I feel like everyone needs chicken soup. Yeah. Probably. You know, I went through a stint. I couldn't eat chicken soup for like literally 10 years of my life. 10 years? Just the smell of it. I'd, I'd dry heave. Really? Because I would always eat it when I was sick. Like, it was my mom's go-to 
growing up. So then I just like chicken soup equaled I'm sick. I would literally run to the toilet and start like dry heaving if I even smell the chicken soup. I just recently started eating it again, but now I don't really eat meat, so Right. That's donezo. We had we had someone brought over a gallon of chicken soup two weeks ago to our house. Oh my god. Yeah, because the whole house was sick. Yeah. Yep. Um, pack leader dog training. Where do you get your one point seven five prongs? Um, is it Kirkland? I think so. Kirkland, K I R K L A N D. I think it's called Pink. Kirkland. I think they're in Bend, Oregon, I believe. Yep. Um, three. Hi, my five six month old puppy street dog we adopted only wants to play with my other puppy, and I don't know how to train her. She has very less motivation for food and toys, and just wants to go play. Okay, I mean, so put a leash on the dog, put your other dog away, and start the work. Start the work. I mean, if it's you know, it's like your, your dog. Start taking control of the situation. It's like, there's a lot of things that I'd rather be doing, but sometimes I can't. So same with the dog. Dog would probably rather be doing a lot of other things, but what you want it to do. But it's like, I need to train you. You have to get your training in. So leash on the dog, put the other dog in a crate, and start training the dog. Next. Rachel, I think we should probably close the show with this one, too. Because it's okay. kind of it. Oh, there's like one more after that. This podcast has been the highlight of my days, the lives, and the repeats. The dog training tips are great, and the humor is a huge bonus. Oh, that's good. Thank you, Rachel. Um, whoa, wine. I'm new to e-collar. All commands must be learned first before adding in e-collar. Is this correct? Just want to be sure. I'm training four and six month old puppies. Um, you could, you, <laughs> that's how we train. We historically layer remote collar training over existing training, but there are plenty of people out there excuse me, to just start with remote collar training. It's all dog training. It's all dog training. And when you're when you're doing remote collar training for obedience, it's all at lower levels. And you're still using a leash and you're still using guidance and you're still using food and you're still using your body and you're still using dog training techniques. So there's no reason. I mean, it all depends on your skill set. It depends on your knowledge. depends on how, you know, if you know what you're doing or not. Um, what I don't want people to do is a lot of times people, what they'll do is their dog doesn't listen to them and they push a button on the remote. And that's the last thing that you would do with a remote collar when it comes to obedience. The last thing. Next. Michelle said, thank you. Have a good night. Oh, you're welcome. So, yeah, it's been an hour. I'm sick. Let's end the show. Uh-oh. He's, he admitted he's sick, guys. That's well, good. those are your words. Those are your words. Man, so I'm just hoping he'd stay in denial at least. We keep going. No, I think we should stop. All right. You need rest. All right. I do need rest. Yep. I definitely need rest. All right. All right, everybody. We're going to do a one-hour show tonight. It's funny how we mix it up. One-hour show, 90-minute show. Different start times. You never know. Different start Sorry. times. It's just getting late. It's getting late. All right, guys. Badly in love with you, and take care. Good night.